0: How long would your business last? There's two questions here. How long would your business last if you didn't bring any revenue in? How, how long How many days could you go without revenue compared to how long your business would last? You know, is, is it one day? Is it two days without revenue? Is it five days? Is it five weeks? Is it a year? and still carry everything you're carrying? Could you carry your team? could you still make payroll okay it's it's the same way in your personal life. how long could you go without a paycheck? you know I mean at one time mine was a very short time uh, today it's years. How long could I go without a paycheck? It's years. I've been blessed. Hey, this is Greg McAfee, and welcome to The Greg McAfee Show. Now let's get started. Hi, Greg McAfee here, and welcome to The Greg McAfee Show. As always, if you guys are not subscribed to the YouTube or to the pod channel, feel free to do so right now because each week I put out this content. Hopefully it's good content. Hopefully it helps you grow your business Um, because I really want to see each and every one of you succeed. I want you to sleep better at night and that's what we're talking about here on this part two of reducing debt um, or eliminating debt. So Hit that subscribe button right there, turn on your notifications, and on every Tuesday when I put out a new podcast or a new episode, you'll be the first to see it. So today is part two. I hope you like part one, but today is part two of eliminating or reducing your debt and why. Um, so last week, I told, if you want to go back and watch last week, I I told I talked about... Um, you know, debt is not um, debt is not the enemy. Debt can be a tool if it's if it's good debt, bad debt. We're going to talk a little bit about that today. Um, I have been in debt. I have leveraged millions of dollars uh, throughout my business life and my personal life, and I've been in business thirty years. Um, in 2011, personally, we became 100% debt free, and in 2016, we became 100% business debt free. Uh, it was all on purpose. My goal has always to been de- be debt-free. The first book I ever read was Business by the Book. First business book I ever read, rather, was Business by the Book by Larry Burkett. And it talked about many things in there about running a business properly biblic- by biblical principles, eliminating debt, hiring, firing, um, hiring managers, partnerships, corporations, um, retirement, all that kind of stuff. It's in that book and it's all biblically based and it really helped me get started i read it several times over the first 5 years in business i still have my original copy and then i have purchased many books for many that book for many different people and hopefully it helped them as much as it helped me so last week i ended with the ownership trap that's the biggest problem the biggest problem we have is we think we own it all and we really don't own anything we just manage everything God has given us the ability to manage things and buy things uh and and have things that we are stewards of. We're just managing it. That's all. Uh and we and that is an opportunity just to manage it. it, it it's a blessing. Um, some manage a little, some manage a lot, and some manage a whole lot. Okay. And uh there's more responsibility with more you own. I will say that. Uh So I ended with uh, three ways to get out of the ownership trap, and they were trust God more, give it all to Him. They were start listening to how much you say me, I, um, mine. Um, Once you pick up on that, you're going to realize how much you say it, and that should alone make you want to change something. And then learn more about what it takes to be a good steward, a good manager, because when you manage something, it's totally different than owning it. So who owns my business? When you look at it as if you don't own it and you look at it as if you're just managing it and you have to be accountable to the one who owns it all, you take a a different perspective on life. You take a different perspective on your business. You take a different perspective on your employees. You take a different perspective on how you handle your money. If you start asking yourself at the end of the day, how did I do today? How am I treating my employees? How am I treating my customers? How am I treating my vendors? How am I treating my banks? How am I treating how am I treating people? When you ask yourself that, if you really want to know the answer, you need to ask yourself that. We're in May of 2021. And I just read an article on. Jeff Bezos, Amazon, uh, there's a huge warehouse and um, the from point A to the bathroom literally takes six minutes to walk. They get 10 minute breaks. They're only allowed to use the restroom during their break time. So, yeah, there's a lot of creative ways on how to use the restroom, but that's not what I'm talking about. So people are getting right up, rode up rather, they're getting reprimanded for being late back to break because it's literally a 14-minute ordeal and they only get a 10-minute break. That's wrong. That is completely messed up and wrong. And this multi-billion-dollar company and this multi-billion-dollar owner um, is doing it wrong. And yeah, you, yeah, you can say he's great and wonderful. He 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 started a used book business, but what's that worth? What's that worth to have it all and be building the biggest yacht ever, ever, and to treat your employees like crap? What's that, what's that going to be like? When you, when you have to stand, and every one of us will have to stand before God and give an account for the good and bad of our life, and you have to stand before God and say, I did all this for me while I treated everyone else like crap. I don't want to be on the end of that one. I'll do my best to avoid that one. That's for sure. So we take care of people the best we can. Are we perfect? Absolutely not. Have I said things wrong? Absolutely. Have I apologized afterwards? After absolutely. But we 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 are human, but we take care of people. We take care of our team. we take care of our customers. We take care of our vendors. And if I had a bank, if I had a banker where I actually owed money, I'd take care of them too. So, um, here's the news. Without employees, you don't have a business. Without vendors supplying you with product, you don't have a business. So you better take care of them. If you just want to be a one-man show and have a one-man hobby, then so be it. You still need to take care of your vendors. So a lot of people say, Greg, if you're debt free, you can't grow as fast. Okay. I I actually had very slow growth. I only grew one employee a year for the first fifteen years. So after fifteen years, we had fifteen people. And we were we were doing we were doing close to um two and a half. Fifteen people, we were doing close to two and a half million. Dayton, Ohio residential heating and air conditioning so for the majority of businesses that opt for a debt-free model their business businesses do tend to grow slower but there was a there was a guy named Jay Stenfield who was the CEO of blinds.com the world's largest online uh, blind retailer for window coverings uh, he made a point to get and stay debt free, and it was his goal to grow inch by inch. Let me tell you something. Uh, when when I was growing slow, and I seen um, other um, when I seen other heating and air conditioning companies buying newer trucks, bigger trucks. One guy had a computerized stock. This was back in the uh, early 2000s. And honestly, I I had to look at myself and say, what am I doing wrong? But honestly, I wasn't doing anything wrong. I I say today I was doing everything right. Because my growth was slow and strong and steady, which got us to the number one top of mind heating and air conditioning company in my market today and we've stayed there for several years. And you all know it's harder to it's harder to stay there than it is to get there because we've got targets on every side of us, on our back, on our head, on our front, everyone's taking shots at us. If they can say something bad about us, they will because we're number one. And I'm honored to be number one. <laughs> Throw it at me, buddy, because I'm going to stay number one. Um, sorry, got carried away there. Cause I love, I love competition and I love being number one. Okay. So, but Jay, um, he grew, uh, inch by inch, never spending beyond his means and it did it all being debt free. hundred million plus revenue a year. Hundred million plus revenue a year, debt free. It can be done. If you don't want to be debt free, that's fine. But don't be against people who do because it's their choice. And he uh ended up selling selling to Home Depot back somewhere around 2014 um for over a hundred million uh sale. So I think he did pretty good. Uh, there's also a couple other companies. This is very ironic, but MasterCard Corporation, uh, it has ver- carries very little debt, very little debt. They want everybody else to, to get in debt, but they carry very little debt. And if you've ever heard of Monster Beverage, debt-free multi-billion dollar company, um, as of today, hundred percent debt-free. While it's true that uh, borrow borrowing capital enables a business to take actions and to grow at a pace that would not be sustainable otherwise. It also causes a business to be less flexible and incur higher risk. Now I'm talking to the small business here. I'm talking to the guy doing three hundred thousand a year. I'm talking to the guy doing between one and five, and probably between five and ten, and everybody and anyone else. It applies to you too. But there's a group there's a group of companies out there, guys that run companies that are hundreds of million in sales, and they know how to they have people on board, they know how to handle their finances, and they know how to handle their debt, and their debt is making them money. So I'm not talking to you guys right now. Um, I'm talking to the I'm talking to the ones that are strapped in debt or going in debt to survive, using their debt to pay bills etc. That's who I'm talking to. That's who my audience is today. So, there's definitely more there's a higher risk carrying a lot of debt. And uh the more the business borrows, the more it spends towards debt payments and interest. And cash flow is definitely impacted as well as net profits. And um uh, it is a sobering reality that many companies have failed from lack of cash more than anything else. Just like I said either either today or in part 1 that a large percentage a larger percentage of divorces are because of debt problems. Financial issues within a marriage. A lot of business problems are due to the same thing. Get it? All right, so becoming a debt-free business or building one from the ground up is a lengthy process. So just expect it. It's going to take you a little longer to grow the darn thing. But it's harder today because of the instant gratification. Instant gratification. We want everything fast. Even our microwaves are faster. Um but there's some strategic points that must be embraced in order for you to succeed in a debt-free business. And there's five points here. So here's five points to embrace. If you're going to start, run a debt-free business, you need to know, number one, uh, the true cost of delivering your service or product. So this is going to come back down to what I talked about a couple weeks ago is knowing your numbers. Very important. Knowing your numbers. Number two, become crystal clear where your money's going. You should know exactly where your money's going, who's being paid, where your money's going, whether it's a, whether it's a, a bill or a payment or a, an investment or a gift contribution, whatever that might be. You know you need to know where your money's going. Number three, you need to develop and use an operating budget as a decision-making tool. So you need to have an operating budget on what you're spending and what you're allowing yourself to spend. And number four, always know your financial condition and situation. Uh, after I read the book, um, After I read Larry Burkett's book, um, Business by the Book, I read a book called Cash, Cash, Who's Got the Cash? Because cash is very important. And you should always know your financial uh, situation. Know the numbers that operate your business and keep this knowledge in mind. Throughout your entire business ownership, you should, I'm sorry, throughout your entire business ownership, Know your numbers. And, and number five, consistently measure revenue, gross profit, and cash. Um, that's something I get on an everyday basis. I get those numbers sent to me every single day. So I know my I know my revenue, I know my gross profit, I know my cash. While there are no guarantees in life, It is certain that as a small business owner, with less to no debt, you will sleep better at night knowing that your business is stronger and more secure in these uncertain times. If you're, we're in 2021, folks, you know who's president. We are definitely today, more than ever, since Jimmy Carter Day's, In uncertain times. And I just call it the sleep factor. It's just that simple. I don't have to worry about my finances, personally or business wise. There's money in the bank. Folks, we've been blessed to save up enough money that we have our own line of credit. I can borrow from myself and pay myself interest on the money, if I want to. I've saved up uh, my own line of credit. I don't need a bank for my line of credit right now. And that's just a blessing. And I worked hard for that. I worked hard to do that. All that was on purpose. See, personally, I got tired of showing the bank my finances. I got tired of showing the bank all all my business financials. I got tired of that. In order to renew your line of credit, send us all this stuff. I'm like, that's my stuff. That's my personal stuff. I'd rather not share it. So eventually I got to a point, as soon as I could, I called my bank and I said, what's the least amount? Because for a long time, I, I kept bumping up my line of credit higher and higher and higher until I got into the millions. And I thought that was cool. I got millions of dollars worth of line of credit. I probably start off with a hundred thousand, right? Then I did the complete opposite. About three years ago, I did the complete opposite. And I said, What's the minimum line of credit I can have from you where I don't have to show you my finances? And I think they said four hundred thousand. I said, lower my line of credit to four hundred thousand. I don't want to have to show you guys anything anymore. And then I build up my savings account, business savings account, to a certain amount. That was the same as my line of credit with the bank. It earns interest. We invested in different things, but it's always available if I need it. That's just a personal thing. Everybody can run your business the way you want to. It's your business. What I do won't work for you. What you do won't work for me. What I do won't work for the guy down the street. It doesn't matter. Do what you do best. All I know is the debt free business is a sleep factor business. (laughs) And I sleep better at night. And so do a lot of people who are debt free. I don't have long term stress because I don't have long term debt. Um, Whether, and a lot of people have long term stress, whether it's over debt, you know, it could be bad health. Because honestly, if you have good health, you're blessed. If you have good health, you're wealthy because you're going to save a lot of money on hospital bills and medical expenses if you have good health. So getting on top of debt is not only good for your finances, but it's also good for your body. Now think about this. Less debt also frees up headspace to think about other things. So I told you this before. When I'm sitting in my office with my feet kicked up on my desk, and I'm staring out my window in my really nice landscaped area, and someone walks by my office door, and they come back, and they go, oh, good, you're not busy. Let me t-. They know better, because that's when I'm the busiest. I'm thinking. I don't have to think about how am I going to pay things. I'm thinking about how am I going to grow things, and That's fun. There's no fun in worrying about finances. Nothing about it is fun. The less debt frees up headspace for other things, like thinking about the future or taking the day off and taking your children out for breakfast, taking your children, picking them up from school, taking them out to lunch, helping them tonight with their math homework. That wouldn't be me, by the way maybe history homework, Um, or putting more time into personal fitness, or putting more time into a hobby, or having more time um, and funds to invest. All those types of things. It changes your world. Perhaps one of the biggest upsides to being debt-free is the ability to invest. So all that money that you were paying in bills and interest if you just take a chunk of that and put it into some investments and if you're not good at that please have someone do it for you who are, who is good at that you'll pay them a fee but it's worth every dime and make money from that it's a whole nother, it's a whole another um cash cow. It's a whole nother cash funnel for you. And I hope it's a cash cow. With less money going toward outstanding debt, you now have funds to put toward the future. Hopefully, you're investing in a 401k for your company and for yourself. Hopefully, you've used a 529 plan to help your kids with all the tax advantages of a 529 plan, but you've also hopefully you have the money to put into a 529 plan to help help your children when they go into college or whatever school they decide to go to. Um, a, hopefully you have a rainy day fund. You know, how many? Uh, how long could you be in business? How long would your business last? There's two questions here. How long would your business last if you didn't bring any revenue in? How, how, long, how many days could you go without revenue compared to how long your business would last? You know, is, is it one day? Is it two days without revenue? Is it five days? Is it five weeks? Is it a year? and still carry everything you're carrying? Could you carry your team? Could you still make payroll? Okay. It's, it's the same way in your personal life. How long could you go without a paycheck? You know, I mean, at one time, mine was a very short time. Uh, today, it's years. How long could I go without a paycheck? It's years. I've been blessed. I have a good savings I as of right now, Lord willing, I have a good retirement program. I have money in there to live on. I make make money on different rental properties. I many things. But without needing any more pay coming in, how long could you live? How long could you keep your house? Those are all great questions. Handling your money properly will allow you to keep it longer. Handling your money properly will allow for a shakeup in the United States and you're still solid, okay? Because anything could happen like that. do you have enough money for continuing education? Do you have enough money? You have a business opportunity coming up. Do you have enough money to even consider it? Uh, do you have enough money to consider a trip for your family? Okay. Getting down to the end here. Um, You know, also, we, um, I make more to be able to give more. Now, again, that's just a personal thing. And I'm not trying to blow my own horn. I'm not trying to get any credit for what I just said. If I was trying to get credit, I would tell you about what I do and how I give it and who it benefits from it. And that's not what I do. But I'm telling you, I make more so I can give more away. Always have when we had very little at the beginning i sponsored little league teams when we had very little at the beginning i sat on the board of the american lung association and i gave a lot to help kids i so i make more to give more the more i make the more i give is that biblical absolutely do i do do i give to get no but i do get from giving so it's freedom to give. When you whittle down the debt, it frees up cash, and you're able to give more, you have more freedom, you, um, you can dominate your own budget, and you can have much a much better work-life balance. Instead of working 80 hours a week just to make ends meet, seven days a week, hoping to make enough to survive the week, the month. You can spend more time doing what you really want to do. Isn't that freedom? Isn't that peace? Isn't that a dream? It all can be done, folks. There have been people in worse financial conditions than you who have whittled down their debt and became free. It just, it's a process. It just takes time. And you can focus on giving your business. When you're free, you can focus on giving your business 110% in a, in a smaller amount of time. Instead of 80 hours, it might be 60 hours. Instead of 80 hours, instead of 70 hours, it could be 50 hours. It could be 40 hours. Who knows? Some do it in 30. I don't know. I enjoy my job. I love to work. I come in here early. I leave at a certain time, because I want to, not because I have to. Um, or again, it could just be it's time to take take some time off. And that's freedom to be able to take time off. That's being a good steward, by the way. And there's a lot of you guys who are better manager than me. Me, there's a lot of guys that are better manager than me. They've they put systems in place earlier than I did. They have a team that can run the place without them, and um, I was a little slow on that. I didn't move quick enough, <clears throat> and I'm still working on it. But we've got a great team, and I don't have to be here every day, and that's freedom for sure. When I'm in my when I'm in my Southwest Florida house, Florida home. I don't have to worry. I don't have to call in here every day anymore. I used to. I don't have to worry about it. It's freedom. And, and, and ca- in case you didn't catch part one of this, um, my Florida house has a nickname and it's it's Thor, T-H-O-R. We call it the house of rest. And when we go there, that's all we do. It's swimming pool, sunshine, eating out at night in some of the best places that we like. um, It's just rest, and we all need it. Um, So I want to end with being debt-free does not mean that everything goes your way. Being debt-free does not mean that you won't have um, bumps in the road or any valley experiences, but I will say this: I almost said I'll promise you this, but I can't promise you this. Um, you'll handle all those better being debt-free or reducing by reducing your debt, having less debt. Uh, and when we and we didn't talk about good debt versus bad debt, I just have a very quick definition. Uh, if you want to say there's such things as good debt and bad debt. Um, my definition of good debt is any debt you have that if that loan got called today from that financial institution, you could pay off that loan. To me, that's considered good debt. Bad debt is just the opposite. If that loan got called today from that financial institution, you'd be screwed, you'd be out of business, and you'd probably have to file bankruptcy. That's considered bad debt. So if you are going to have any debt at all, it's always good to have good debt in that definition. I hope this helps and have a great day.